0: And now, being diva, tough voice, Welcome back to the BDSM show. That's Billy and Devo talk sports and manliness. As always, I'm Billy.
1: I'm Devo, and this time it's Billy's fault.
0: It is my fault. Well, if I mean, it's if you're a, part a, close of f- fault. a
1: follower of the show, um, then you both of you will realize that we didn't have a uh, podcast last week.
0: Right. Right. We did post an update that said we'd be skipping things because of health issues. But yeah.
1: So um so Billy uh texts me on Monday and he's like, you know what? Uh we might not be able to do the podcast tomorrow. I'm not feeling so well and then you know, we've both not felt well and skipped a podcast before. Sure. And he's like he's like No no I'm not feeling well like I'm in the waiting room at the emergency room. Yep. And I was like, Okay, well there's that <laughs> Yeah So why don't you why don't you run us through what um, how it started, right. and then how it ended.
0: And here's the thing, too. To be fair, I didn't rule it out. I just said it's probably not going to happen tonight. That's true. You didn't say
1: it was canceled. You were just like, depending on what they tell me. Right. We might not have a podcast.
0: Right. So to to start the timeline, <clears throat> it's uh you know I get up early Tuesday mornings because. I go into work early. That's my my like day shift during the week, and so to get the blood flowing and all that stuff, help me wake up. I get up earlier than normal and go for a run. So I did my usual morning run. Everything was good. Uh, the boy woke up early, so I was getting him breakfast, and suddenly felt like I it. At first, it honestly just felt like an upset stomach, maybe a little crampy. It felt knotted, so I thought, all right, you know, I'll go poop and be good to go and be done with it. So, you know, I rushed the boy through getting his breakfast ready and all that stuff, uh, choosing what he wanted to eat because he likes to po-dunk around with that. So I him off, get his food ready, go, you know, sit in the toilet for a little while, and that didn't help. So I thought, okay, maybe I'm just hungry because I ate a late dinner the night before, and I hadn't eaten breakfast yet, so I grabbed some breakfast on the way into work. Uh, didn't really help. Had some bacon. That didn't help. If bacon doesn't help, something's seriously wrong. So, um, you know, I kind of worked through the morning and got one paper out and got to about lunchtime and I just was like not feeling it anymore. So I tell my boss, you know, I texted him I was like, hey man, you know, i I've, I've I feel like shit, I'm trying to shake it off, I can't shake it off, I'm gonna go home, see if I lay down, get some rest, see if I can just, you know, sleep this thing off. So, I get home, and I was laying down for maybe an hour, and it just, like, it got progressively worse, like, to the point where I was, like, now doubled up, curled in a ball, you know, just searing pain. Borderline in tears, and I'm not the type to cry over pain or anything like that. Like, usually just grit and bear it.
1: Right, usually it's more of an emotional cry.
0: Right, sure. I wear my emotions on my sleeve, whatever. Sure, yep. So, like, for this, like, I was literally, I was just, like, borderline in tears with just this excruciating abdominal pain. So I called the wife, being that she's in the medical field, said, you know, this is what's going on. I was like, I'm I'm doubled over. It hurts like hell. I never felt anything like this before. Like, I'm borderline in tears. I just, I don't know what to do. I was like, what do you think? Should I take take this issue to the walk-in clinic and chance that, or should I just play it safe and go straight to the ER? And she said, well, you know, you sound pretty bad, and if it is as bad as, as it sounds describing it, I would just play safe and go to the ER so you know she she called her mom and her mom left work to give me a ride to the ER so we didn't have the truck just chilling there in the parking lot and wait through a miserable half hour in the in the uh lobby in the waiting room they finally take me in you know they hook up the IV give me some painkillers which was very nice
1: Right, immediate, too. Isn't that incredible?
0: Yeah, like, she came in, like, ten minutes later, and she was like, so are the painkillers helping? How are things? Where are we at now? And I was like, they took it from, like, an eight to, like, a two.
1: Yeah, that's it's incredible. Like
0: when it flares up, it's kind of a four. But holy shit, it feels so much better. So, you know, they took a they took a urine sample, and they took a blood sample. They, uh, they had me go through the CT scan, and, you know, one of the doctors said, here's the deal, he's like it could be any number of things. It could be an appendix. It could be a gallbladder. It could be a screen. You know, it could just be something like an ulcer where there's not really anything we can do. He's like, and then there's always the possibility that we go through all these tests and we don't find anything. And he's like, it's not that you're not going through stomach pains, you know, and it's not severe pain, but there's, there's just nothing to be diagnosed. And he's like, and that's, that's the most maddening option. And that probably happens to 60 or 70% of people. Oh um, Jesus Yeah so I'm thinking Jesus fucking Christ I hope it's not that <laughs> I want this done Yeah we got So you know I go to the CT scan And they hook up the The dye Thankfully they don't Make you drink the dye They hook Drop it up it To the, the IV Right They hooked it up To the ID, IV And they They weren't They're like You know you're Going to taste it And feel it In the back of your throat And you're going to get This warming sensation It's going to make Your way down your body and it's going to feel like you're peeing your pants. You pee your really pants. Not. Yeah, I got that one too. So I do that and I'm, I'm like, so they inject it and, you know, drop it in the IV and I'm laying there and I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, there's it. Okay. Wait, I'm not really peeing my pants, am I? She's <laughs> like, no, no, you're good. So we do that and and go back to the room and Heather's uh, dad dropped by to, to hang out with me while we were waiting to see what it was and he was convinced because he had a, he had a buddy way back when that he he had given a ride to the hospital under the same kind of conditions you know severe abdominal pain and he had thrown up a couple of times and just felt all around shitty and it turned out to be kidney stones so you know he told the nurse at one point he's like yeah my money's on kidney stones." he's like i've seen this before and and that's what it ended up being and blah 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 so, So the doctor comes back and he goes, okay, so here's the deal. You know, he goes, uh, your appendix is pretty enlarged right now. It's like, it hasn't, it hasn't burst. It's not like on the verge of bursting, but we're going to go ahead and take it out. he said, so we're setting up an ambulance now to take you up to, you know, the, the main campus, the SMH in Sarasota. And, you know, he said, we're going to try to get you in surgery tonight. If we don't have anybody available, we'll get you in first thing in the morning, but we're going to try to get it done tonight. He's like, I'm going to go see what we have available for surgeons, and we'll get you set up with the the ambulance. So, you know, my first thought was I turned to my father-in-law. I was like, well, the bright side is your money was wrong. I don't have kidney stones, so that's nice. Yeah, right. You get kidney stones, and then you're, you're prone to them afterwards you know you're you're more susceptible to getting kidney stones which fucking sucks I don't want to have to do that every so often for the rest of my life
1: yeah and from what I understand spitting sand out of your dick hole is uncomfortable
0: right so you know at, at that point I was like okay it's like you know we figured out what it is let's just go take it out one shot deal let's be done with this
1: so they had to transfer you huh
0: yeah, oh yeah, because this was, the the ER in Northport is basically just an ER. And it, that's all it is. It's not very big. Uh, I mean, they have the essentials to diagnose everything and get you where you need to go. So they brought me up to the main campus in Sarasota, which I have to say was top-notch. Like, everybody there was top-notch. I, I didn't encounter one single person where I was like, why does this dickhead have a job here? <laughs> you know because some hospitals have that yeah i've but
1: been to a couple like that
0: sarasota memorial everything about it was just like except the food was top notch
1: it's always the food
0: right so they get me on the ambulance and it's about a half hour ride did they and have the lights on in the whaler no oh, i don't that's... i don't think they did that i don't remember i fell asleep like five minutes into the ride so
1: oh because of the drugs
0: we like we weren't even back on the highway yet, and I not fall asleep. Uh, so we get up there, and it's about a half-hour drive, maybe a, a little bit longer depending on traffic. And like I said, I slept through almost the entire ride. We get there, and they're going to check me into the room, and one of the nurses walks up, and they're like, oh, yeah, they're already looking for him in pre-op. Nice. So... You know they they take me straight to pre hop and I switch into the gown with nothing on uh-huh. underneath you know, the snappable gown and all that stuff and um they do the whole prep thing shave my chest and stomach area and all that stuff and the the nurse doing that was there for a while and I was like listen I'm really sorry but I haven't been bare chested since I was like twelve so there's a lot to work through I apologize. <laughs> so they they shave it all down and they explain you know they're gonna do they're gonna try to do it laparoscopically, so there's gonna be three incisions, and you know they'll just stick a cable or whatever in and and try to pull it out that way and you know it shouldn't burst, but they'll be ready you know in case something happens and um so I think it was like maybe six o'clock, maybe a little bit before that when they Diagnosed it as appendicitis, and I was—I want to say—out of surgery by eight o'clock. So they just like they straight shot everything was just like bang 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 bang, and so they they had me in the operating room, put the the mask on, and I remember them telling me take a couple deep breaths. And I said okay, took a couple deep breaths, and the next thing I know. I I vividly remember like stirring awake and thinking that was way too quick. There's no way it's over. I shouldn't be awake. Should I? And so, you know, I start start blinking and, yeah, and working the, the fog off and look around. I'm like, holy shit, I'm in recovery already. <laughs> so I asked the nurse who was, you know, checking all the vitals and all that stuff. I was like, so I was like, are we already done? She was like, oh yeah, surgery's done. Everything went well. You're good. You know, you're just gonna be up here for a little while until we get a room ready for you, and you know, you'll be off into your own room. Like, holy shit, that was fast! Like, Heather hadn't even had time to get up there yet (laughs) before I got into recovery. So, when they initially said it was appendicitis, my father-in-law, the nurse, she's like, you know, he goes, "What's, what's the recovery time on that?" And she said, you know, if you get into surgery tonight, you'll probably be gone by tomorrow morning. She wasn't lying. They had me out by lunchtime.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so I was back in the comfort of my own recliner by like 1 o'clock. It maybe 1 30 the home. next day. Yeah, so again, the nurses, everybody was great. The The surgeon was very nice. He's a nice guy, uh, explained everything, and I have to have a follow up with him to see how things are are going and ideally get an idea of why it happened because there are any number of reasons. But um, everybody from the, the ER, the nurses, the, uh, the ambulance, the EMTs, um, just everybody was great. The food was meh. Me. And so I had like a liquid diet in the morning, which consisted of apple juice, uh, Jello. A nice uh, carton of insure, which if you've never had it, tastes like asshole. <laughs> and uh, I think the people it was
1: like, at Abbott Labs would probably disagree with you,
0: right? Sure, um, but it was. And then I think I'm—I didn't open it, but on the the little uh, sheet that said what was on the tray, it said coffee, but it was in a bowl. So <laughs> apparently, it was coffee in a bowl, which I really <laughs> didn't care for. So. I let that go. So I had apple juice and Jello, cup of Jello, and uh, like three sips of Ensure before I decided I'd had enough of that. The lunch was—I don't even—it was some kind of vegetables and some kind of like pita bread type thing, and uh, saltine crackers and soup. So I had saltines and soup, and fortunately Heather got in there with her Chick Fil A right before my lunch got there. So I nice. ate her waffle fries instead. But um, other than the food, everything was great. Uh, going home, being at home was a little tough. It's it was a little tough getting around. They tell you you know not to like use your stomach to sit up and everything. So, like, you got to turn on your side and push yourself up and all that stuff. Basically, you can't use your stomach for anything, and that's, like, near impossible because you literally use your stomach for everything.
1: No lifting, right? You can't pick the kids up.
0: Yeah, they told me to take it easy for a couple weeks, no heavy lifting for a couple weeks, which means not picking up the kids and stuff for a couple weeks, which I'm okay with. The kids are fairly independent for the most part, and... I took a couple of days off of work. I ended up going back yesterday. And, you know, he said since I, I'm in an office job, it's something that it, as long as I'm comfortable, you know, then there should be no issue with it. And it's been comfortable enough. Fortunately, I have a nice comfy office chair, so that's good. Uh, I finally went and slept in my own bed last night. I have been sleeping on the recliner because it gives me a little bit of cushion against the kids just coming in and jumping on me as they're prone to do. But, um, yeah, I, the biggest takeaway I have is I'm still alive. Yes. There are any number of things that could have, could have been wrong.
1: This is almost a DSM show.
0: Sure. So, you know, it's, it, the trick is I'm still kicking. So I'm a little <laughs> sore still in the midsection. But I would say actually from yesterday to today I probably had the biggest leap as far as how much better I felt. Like yesterday I was probably like seventy percent.
1: Can you shower and, and all that stuff?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I got nice. the stair strips so they're they're you know
1: waterproof, whatever. It's
0: it's all good, watertight and all that stuff and he said those will just eventually fall off on their own so don't pull them off and all that stuff I've had a couple showers the first shower was nice because I washed all the betadine off so that I no longer looked like Donald Trump I gotcha so that was nice Um, it was nice to just relax for a couple days even if it was uncomfortable Uh, played some Xbox caught up on some TV shows Uh, the wife and I watched a bunch of Game of Thrones so we're well into season four now, but um, fantastic! Yeah, I again, I am alive. And Welcome back, sir. There are a million other things that could have been. Could have been a lot worse. I'll take the loss of my appendix and move on. Um, I told Heather, you know, really what it boils down to. I am a team player because now our our uh, insurance is good to go for the year.
1: Yep, you guys can get whatever to hang nail. Go to the doctor.
0: Sure, deductible Matt, one shot. I'll give yep. up an organ to do that on the tenth day of the year.
1: We're all getting flu shots this year,
0: right? Right. I was like, you know, it's basically. I'm just a team player. I'll give up an organ if that's what it if that's what it takes for us to meet the deductible in the first week and a half of the year. I mean, so goddamn be it.
1: You're a heck of a guy, Billy.
0: I try, man. I'm just like I said. I'm a team player.
1: That's what I do. It's what it does. I saw your picture. I want to say, Heather posted it of me and you from oh, like 10 yeah. years ago, maybe more. I,
0: what it was was um, I had a Time Hop post come up from 10 years ago, and it was not exactly work friendly. So <laughs> I was scrolling back in my timeline to find it and delete it, which I don't know if anybody else uses Time Hop to clean up their Facebook feed, but. It's, it's a handy tool Because you know exactly where you're looking for Which picture was it? But um, it wasn't a picture, it was a post um, Something God, about gotcha. f- fucking someone's mom or something like that mm-hmm, uh, Gotcha you know, like, yeah, A future employer might not like that mm, So,
1: Classic 2005 Billy
0: Right, so um, I happen to be <laughs> just going back a little farther Because that was the beginning of 2007 And rolled back into 2006 football season so it was a it was a slim album Heather had because she was one of, back then. She was taking pictures at every tailgate, building pictures and stuff like that. So, with an actual digital camera, right? Yeah, back when camera phones weren't really a thing.
1: They were, but they only held six pictures. Right. <laughs> um, dude, look how I feel like
0: we look better now. Right, yes, we've aged into full-grown men. <laughs> you know,
1: some people look back and they're like, oh, yeah, if I could be in high school again. I'm like, no, man,
0: I, I started looking good when I hit, like, 30. Right, right. I mean, I look back at some of the pictures from then and wish I still had all the hair I had back then, <laughs> but I'm okay with it. I I have a much denser beard Yeah, nowadays. I just had a goatee then. right. Back then I could grow a nice goatee and some stubble.
1: And it looked like baby fat. Now I just look like regular fat, which I prefer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: well. You know, I looked like a chubby 13-year-old when I was t- 22.
0: Sure. I did appreciate the comment, I would push that dork off a stool. <laughs> I would, too, man. If that guy was in my
1: fucking bar, i be like, get out of here, nerd. Right. You fucking dork.
0: Right, I'd also liked uh Adams comment nice chain yes. chains
1: <laughs> those were totally u s f beads, and they just happened right. to both be gold ones
0: two chains, but I got me a few oh <laughs> so we um
1: we booked a cruise
0: I hear that, yeah,
1: I have never been on a cruise before neither have I. i have never been out of the country before.
0: I've been out of the country. We went down to St. Lucia for our honeymoon, but other than that, I've not ever actually been on like a cruise or anything. So I'm excited. Yeah, I think we were going to go, but doing cost analysis and having vacation in July, spending a shitload of money going up to New England, it just didn't, if we were another year where we didn't already have that vacation planned, it would probably work out a little better.
1: It's. I think it's going to end up costing about a thousand bucks for both of us. Right. You know what I mean? Like when you add in like the tips and the tax and the drinks and. Of course. All of those things. So, yeah. um, but I'm pretty excited about that, and that kind of led me into um, wanting. I was like, you know, I should shed a few lbs because I don't want to wear a shirt the whole time I'm on a cruise. Right. Um, So I decided that that's what I was going to do, right? Because it's New Year, it's time to do those sorts of things. Sure. So I enlisted the help of Adam and Jacob. Nice. Yeah, so they've been very supportive. Um, Adam has me sending him a picture of my scale every day. Nice. (laughs) And I have to stand on it. Right. Um,
0: Not just here's my scale, bitch.
1: (laughs) Right. And so I started cutting out, like, anything that has, like, Added sugar in it Like I don't really care if I eat an apple Because I know there's sugar in apple Right But it's not like added sugar That's what he said, stay away from Sure, makes sense And then the, um, you know, like the carbohydrates He said, for now, stay away from them Right He said, you're going to eat some And that's fine He's like, you can't cut them all out But, you know, don't You don't have to eat pasta or pizza every day Right and so, dude, I lost five pounds already. Nice. That was just from like maybe seven days. Right, just cutting out certain foods. Yeah, no more soda and just
0: stopped eating candy and, you know, eating like an asshole. Sure, makes sense. I mean, if I, you want to eat asshole, that's on you, but...
1: No, but I think that's mostly protein, so it would be okay.
0: <laughs> um, So, I,
1: dude, I haven't lifted one weight and I haven't jogged... You know, one step. Right. So, it's working. So, I was going to... Um, oh, and uh, there is a bet. You know, there's a little on the line. I, right. um I bet... Let's see. They said they would give me $2 a pound of whatever I lost. Nice. In exchange, if I didn't lose... I think it was 20 pounds in two months or three months, I don't remember if it was three, maybe, I don't know, I gotta ask, uh, they could shave my beard. Oh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, better start losing the male bees. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, better make it two months just to be safe. <laughs> right. Well, so we'll, we'll shave them down, and that's
1: what Adam said, too. He's like, you're gonna cut a bunch of weight initially because you're fat and it's easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right.
1: He's like, the fatter you are, the easier it is to lose weight. Sure, you got more to lose. Right, so um, he said. So we'll drop like the the first like 20 We'll probably just melt off. He's like, then we'll have to probably like make some adjustments. Sure. Um, Jen said she wanted in on the bet. Nice. And so she made some goal, and the uh, the terms of her bet are just as severe as mine.
0: Nice. Are so you gonna shave her beard?
1: No, she has agreed that if she doesn't make her goal, that she will get a tattoo. One of those infinity tattoos of Adam and Jacob's names in the infinity tattoo.
0: <laughs> oh, you know what I'm talking about? Like
1: on the ankle or on the wrist or whatever. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: So, Adam or Jacob
0: already drew it and sent she it to could, me. She could get it on her ass cheek.
1: I mean, you get it or, wherever.
0: Or her pelvis. So you have to look at
1: that. Um, that would be so <laughs> funny. Um, oh, if she wins, she gets to shoot them both in the ass with the Red Rider BB gun.
0: Nice. That's a fair bet. <clears throat>
1: yeah. I mean, if and if you win, you know, you lose weight. Right. And if you don't win, you're a fat, baby-faced bastard. Right. Sure. So I don't have much strange. of a choice. Yeah. I pretty much have to do it.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the last time I saw you without facial
1: hair. I don't remember the last time I saw me without facial hair. It's been a really long time. Maybe that picture.
0: But well, that even, even that, you had some facial hair. The
1: chin thing. Um, Archer got a haircut. Did you manage I, to see I, any of that?
0: I did see that, yes. Did you see oh, yeah.
1: how it came about?
0: yes. Yeah, actually, I think I saw it, like, two minutes after she posted it online, because I was, like, <laughs> the first to comment or like or anything.
1: She was using my clippers, which I said she probably shouldn't use, because they don't just clip hair on my head, if you know what I mean. R- oh, yeah, right. I was like, yeah, I mean, right. I was like, you can have them on his head, I guess, but I could trim the hair in my balls with those clippers. Right. Just so you
0: know. No need to cross-pollinate. <laughs> right.
1: Um, so, apparently the guard fell off, and this, I don't, I don't know how that happens, because the guard snaps in.
0: Yeah, like it wraps, at least like on mine, it wraps around and snaps on.
1: The whole thing, covers the whole thing, and on mine it has a little dial that adjusts the length, so you could go like two, three, four, five, six, you know. Right. And, uh, but apparently it fell off, and she gouged them pretty good. So then she had to... (laughs) <laughs> Cut the
0: rest of it Right, because you can't There's no height If it's just like a little sliver Eh, you comb some hair over top of it But No, they're... this
1: was a big old gouge So now he walks around rubbing his head Because he likes the way it feels
0: Naturally, naturally, yeah And every time
1: I put him in the mirror He rubs his head and he smiles well, He's such yep. a trooper He just took it He's like, I don't care And then Finn's like, what happened? And I was like, Archer was bad
0: <laughs> you use that as a tool I like yep. it I was like so uh, if you're a bad listener Then
1: I have to shave your head too And he's oof. like no I was like okay then be a good listener Yeah
0: <laughs> see Bub actually liked his Being buzz cut. <laughs> nice
1: yeah. fin- Finney's my little fashionista
0: Especially because he um, You know one of the times He did it early on He buzzed his head and I buzzed my head So we were like same same
1: I gotcha. Seems he's
0: yeah. So he loved that. So he's not he's not shy about it. If we do go that route, but Heather's trying to get him like to grow it a little bit. Haircut, haircuts, and not just buzz cut every time. Yeah. See, that's why yes,
1: I was like. Mm. So I was like, babe, what was what was it that made you pick up the clippers and not take them to a barber? Right. Apparently, I'm the asshole for asking that question.
0: Well, of course.
1: Cause like, I this don't is know. free,
0: Devin God
1: I know, but what is it, $12?
0: I'm super mom, I can do it it's,
1: That's not how she sounds
0: Right, sure, no, not at all
1: uh, Let's see here Ashlyn had her birthday
0: Yes, yeah, the last time party. we recorded Yeah, 10 days ago or whenever And it was the middle of winter Yeah, it was like a two day cold front Just for that weekend It's
1: fantastic. It's eighty now. It was a high of like fifty that day.
0: The high for that day was fifty-nine. And in the shade, and that was in that was in like the afternoon. And and
1: this pavilion was all shaded, right? And got a lot of wind.
0: Yeah, the the pavilion seemed like a great idea when we booked it in the warm weather. And it would have been two days earlier, or even two days later, it would have been perfect, because it would have been shaded out of the hot sun.
1: There was a great playground there. That was a nice playground.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why we had it there, because we figured there's a, there's a good playground. It's got stuff for the big kids. It's got stuff for the little kids. There's lots of fields to run around in.
1: Finn had a great time. Yeah. He, he really did enjoy it. He loved playing with Bubs. I mean, him and Bubba played until we were the last ones to leave.
0: Yeah, I mean, we got there a little after 10, and you got there right before us.
1: Yeah, we were just pulling in.
0: The boys got out of the trucks, and they were off to the races. Yep. And then I think we left the park at, what, like 2 o'clock? Yeah, it was easily. And, I mean, they were going 100% the whole time. I oh. saw him maybe three times the entire time we were there. So they had a blast. I think see it. like I don't think the kids noticed the cold. They were too busy running around having fun. It was all the adults huddled around the grill <laughs> yeah. with the fire logs.
1: We um although Finn did swap me out his raised hat for his winter cap.
0: Right, which made sense. Yeah,
1: it was it was cold enough and he didn't have a hood or anything, he just had a little fleece jacket.
0: Right, and you gotta cover up the mirrors.
1: Yep. So that was
0: it was fun. He really had a good time.
1: He still talks yeah. about just, you know, playing on the swings and, he's, you know, he jumps on the couch and says the sharks are coming or the flood is coming.
0: <laughs> that was the greatest thing ever. The flood is coming. Here come the sharks. We got to get above the water. Yeah. What a or fun. We got to get higher than the ground.
1: What a fun game. <laughs>
0: uh, the kids. A uh-huh. five year old and a four and a half year old with the yeah. most vivid imagination possible.
1: It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm so glad they're friends. It
0: makes it so much easier. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, we talked about it after Finn's birthday party on the show. It, like, they get together and it's like they were never apart. You know, like, they're, they're just that tight. Like, they get together and it's full go. You know?
1: Yep. That's great.
0: Um, I started watching
1: Westworld.
0: How is that? I've heard it's good. It's great. Yeah.
1: I I only watched four episodes so far.
0: A lot of orgies. I heard um, it was like orgy settings Frequ- frequently. You know, only like
1: two, so half of the episodes. Right. I'll take that. Sure. It's pretty cool. It's kind of like a video game in real life. You know, like a M-M-O-R-G or whatever they call it.
0: MMORPG? Yes. Right.
1: That's kind of what it is, but it's IRL. Sure. So there's that. Um I'm going to New Orleans next month. Nice. Uh Brent's birthday and he invited us. He had like a like a discount ticket or something like that. So we got airfare for the weekend. We're leaving on Saturday, coming back on Monday. Right. Um and we got airfare for both of us with this discount thing that he had for like 380 bucks. Nice. For both of us. Round trip. I was like, man, I really can't say no to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no,
0: that's a great deal.
1: And he's like, oh, I got the hotel. He's like, so you guys can just crash in our room. I was like, oh, yeah, what do I owe you? He's like, nothing, bro. I was like, goddamn. Nice. So for $380, bucks, i am going to Disney. All right, Disney. Going to uh, uh, New Orleans, which is like Disney for adults. I was just going to say adult Disney, yeah. Jen's never been, um, so it should be a good time. And... Hopefully, it doesn't get hot or hot enough so that it still smells like, you know, piss and vomit or whatever. Right. And the Mardi Gras is not till the end of the month, so I don't have to worry about that. We're going on on the 11th. Right. So, I don't have to worry about a bunch of crazies for Mardi Gras. Sure. And then tomorrow, or today, technically, because it's 12.01, um, right. we have, at work, we have a sales meeting. Oh, boy. After work? A sales dinner. Right. Followed by a cocktail hour.
0: Of course. So I, again, will be faced with free food and free booze. Uh, make sure you arrange a riot that doesn't include walking home through the hood.
1: <laughs> I'm walking. I'm going to walk because the, um, the event is in Ybor City. You're tempting fate, man. So I'm going I'm to come home and I'm going to walk there. I my Uber back? I don't know. You're tempting fate. It's like just over a half mile. It's not
0: like, you yeah, know what I mean? Through like, the ghetto. Whatever. Nobody's going to bother well be, me. T- might as well be six miles through the ghetto. You <laughs> could get robbed at any corner. Loads robbing me. You crazy? Yeah, you're drunk stumbling all over yourself. You're an easy rob.
1: <laughs> I know, dude. I think I did a couple of commando rolls for a Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, fantastic
1: I'm still amazed I got home from that party With my wallet and my phone Yeah, and you're going to do it again? (laughs) I mean It's not like a whole party though It's just like, it's drinks I think they're doing the drinks first Which I think is a mistake Uh, yeah Because, you know, you need the food for the cushion
0: Devin's going to be blitzed before you get to the food
1: Could be, and Adam told me I was like, dude, I can turn down the alcohol You know, because he told me no beer
0: Right And he's like
1: don't be an asshole He's like if someone offers you free booze You take free booze Right He's like who cares what you're trying to lose weight It's free booze
0: Exactly He said
1: said, load up on chicken and beef When you're eating So that'll make you full And he said drink whiskey Okay Instead of beer He's like no beer
0: Good, so you'll be angry, stumbling drunk. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're <being Well>. shit-faced. <laughs> yeah, I can see that going well. Yeah. Where, th- where, fuck you. What are you looking at?
1: I think the thing lets out at like 9 o'clock.
0: You want to rob me? Come rob me, you bitch. You fucking fuck. I can see it.
1: Hey, can you show me how to use uh, Uber? No, come back with my phone, please. <laughs>
0: Here yeah. I was going to use this car. Wait, why did you give me back my card?
1: so that's happening tomorrow that's um let's see that's about it. Oh well, you know what else happened while you were out what's that? The national title game
0: Yeah, yeah, I thankfully, my appendix hadn't gotten angry at me yet. So I got to enjoy that game.
1: That weekend before, I went downtown and enjoyed all of the festivities. Naturally. I took the boys and it was fucking freezing. Right. Um, it was like 38 degrees on the lawn where we were at
0: Curtis Exon Park. I believe it. Yeah, it got down into like the mid-30s overnight.
1: The boys were all bundled up. We had them in a little buggy. Um, me and Jen were all bundled up. We we made it to about 8.30 before we kind of all looked at each other and were like fuck this. Fuck this. Yes. Right. I was like, Hey, you guys ready to go? And Finn's like, Yup. I was like, Alright, that's good, let's go. We were still about an hour away from Flow Rider, so I was a little disappointed we missed Flow Rider. But um it was uh it was cold. Now when we were walking on the on the uh Riverwalk. Right. I di- we did spot Nick Saban giving a little speech to, like, some boosters or something. He was in, like, a ballroom on a podium. Nice. And the door was glass, and I was like, oh, look at that. I was like, that's Nick Saban. And obviously, while we were there, like, all the little Alabama, you know, fanboys were like, oh, it's Nick Saban. They all took pictures, and I was like, I'm not taking a picture.
0: Course. All the getter-dones. Yep. Um, Hailbillies. Th-
1: there was... uh they were doing all the center like, live casts. Right. Like, their studio or whatever was, like, right there over the crowd. Right. They were set up to just to the right of the stage. Ron Jaworski was there, Hannah Storm, um, I think Pam Ponder. It was pretty cool.
0: Nice.
1: It was neat. And, you know, they let me take my buggy into the concert, like, nice. our, our stroller. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Can I take this in?" The guy's like, "Sure." I was like, "Do you need to search it?" He's like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> Finger twist my arm about it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Everybody was so nice.
0: Yeah, you know, we um, there was a thread on the college football Reddit asking um, asking people who came from out of town and everything for the game <clears throat> how what their experience was and all that shit. And like it, how it was it go. most yeah, it was mostly positive. All the pregame stuff all the you know the festivities over the weekend was all positive the only negative that people really had was uh some people complained that i guess there weren't enough bathrooms for tailgating <coughs> which kind of surprised me because it seems At like the there's like yeah there's like 8000 porta potties around there for usf games and i don't know if they did away with some of those for extra parking space or what but i was like that's never been a problem
1: well like and you then, know what i think the south side, the whole one of the whole blocks. They had a whole concert there. Remember?
0: Oh, well, yeah! So there's,
1: I, I don't know, maybe except if they were all over like HCC and like Yankee Land and like the mall, I could see there being maybe a slight lack of potties.
0: Yeah, for the outer. Yeah, now that I think about it, for the outer lots that would make sense.
1: Because I mean, we're VIP where we park,
0: right? You know, those so, the parking lot the, was
1: probably two thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> for the title game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. The only other complaint I saw was uh, getting into the game took a while because of security, which makes sense because we went that to the FSU too. game, and the FSU game was sold out or closed to or packed or whatever you want to call it, and and that took us like three times longer than any other game. But, I mean, that's, that's what they're doing. They're being safe. They're checking everything. So, I mean, I get it. I, I think you – you head in a little bit early with the understanding that that's what's gonna happen, but other than that, everybody else had just nothing but positive things to say like it made me proud to have been a resident of Tampa for so long, like Tampa gets it do they do a sports town tampa Tampa knows how to how to put on
1: I didn't get down to the convention center, and I was a little sad that I didn't um because they had the whole like You know how they had the NFL experience when the Super Bowl was here? Right. They had the uh, NFL experience, but the college version, I think, uh, you know, they had all the little uh, demos and stuff set up down there. So, Sure. I wish we could have got down there to see it and, you know, maybe see some (laughs) of, like, the marching bands and the cheerleaders and stuff. Um, Sure. Alabama stayed in the hotel right across from my office. Nice. So I got to see all their buses and police escorts all week. Nice. Um Alabama ended up using USF's facilities.
0: Yes, they did. That's pretty cool. Which is, yeah, pretty neat. Uh, Nick Saban's the devil, and I was partially hoping he'd step in a pothole somewhere, but... Uh, I mean, if they go out there and they have a great week of practice at our facilities, it's it's nothing but a big bonus to our facilities.
1: Yeah, plus the media gets to crawl around campus for a while. I know Charlie got a bunch of interviews, you know, being the local coach.
0: Oh, he did. All day before the title game, he was all over the place. It was a- every 20 minutes I saw something on Twitter from the USF football feed. He was off interviewing with somebody else. And he was catching up with that coach and catching up with this coach and catching up with this coach. TV so crew, and that TV cool. crew, like, all day.
1: Clemson allegedly used the Buccaneers facility.
0: Well, I mean, someone's got to use it, right? Yeah,
1: right. They uh, they finished off that weekend, actually. The weekend before was the weekend, was their last game, so. They probably had all their shit out of there, and they were empty, empty building.
0: Right, and I, I mean, it's not out of the norm for, you know, I, I mostly Super Bowls, I think, the last Super Bowl what was the last Super Bowl here? Was it the Pittsburgh, Arizona? I don't remember
1: now that you mention it. I went I went to the NFL experience.
0: Yeah, I think it was Pittsburgh, Arizona in uh two thousand eight. That sounds right. Um but yeah, it was I mean it might have been two thousand nine now that I think Ooh. about it. Yeah, it was the two thousand eight season, two thousand nine Super Bowl. But um you know, I think the Steelers used the USF facilities, and the Cardinals used the Bugs facilities. So, I mean, it's not out of the norm. I mean, you only have so many football facilities in the area.
1: Right. I thought, I thought they would end up using UT since it's right there.
0: Um, yeah, but I mean, UT doesn't, doesn't have the football facilities anymore, I don't think. No, well, they have the soccer field. Right, but the soccer field is not a world-class practice facility. That's
1: true, and USF is a world-class practice facility.
0: Right, and the the box practice facility is top-notch by all accounts, so why use anything substandard if you don't have to? So um,
1: we talked before you uh, had emergency surgery about who we thought would win. Right. And we both thought that Alabama would win, but our hearts were with Clemson. Is Clemson. That, is that how it went down?
0: I was picking Clemson, yeah. Clemson won. yeah. It was a great game.
1: It was. I really enjoyed watching that game.
0: Phenomenal game. I'd like to point out that Alabama was fourteen and zero for the season going in and led fourteen to nothing at one point in that game before it all came crashing down.
1: It was great. I. I mean, Jen sat out here and watched it with me. We watched the whole thing. It was. It, I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. It was. It was an amazing. It's everything you hope for in a title game, and no. especially a, a, a title rematch. You know, like there's always that that possibility that you know they play close to one year and then they get there again the next year for a rematch and one team just blows the doors out, you know, for the second consecutive title or whatever. But it was everything you hope for in a title game in a no. title rematch. I mean, it was Alabama went up fourteen to nothing, and you know my first thought was Clemson's come back before this season. They they're battle tested. There's no way this is over. And I mean, they bowed up. They came back and then they took a lead with, you know, a couple of minutes left. And then Bama went down and Jalen Hurts scrambled for like a 30 yard touchdown to take the lead with like a, I don't know, minute and a half, two minutes left. And then Deshaun Watson took care of business going, marched right down the field to, uh, to take the lead with one second left. So. Well,
1: and I wanted to ask you about, I wanted to get your take on the final play of the game well second last right? play it was a full on pick
0: eh l- listen it was designed to be a pick i know that but i didn't think picks were legal the receiver that was going to quote unquote pick was bear hugged by his defender so he didn't even have a chance to set the pick and the other alabama cat got stuck on his own guy trying to go around him they know, the and, rub. And, and Renfro, Randy, underneath to get loose. I mean, you see that play all the time. And I, as far as I'm concerned, because he put a bear hug on the the receiver who was quote unquote setting the pick.
1: He was fair game.
0: That it it was just it, he got his own his own guy caught him up, so it was clean play as far as I'm concerned.
1: I know. I just remember hearing what's the kid's name, Deshaun?
0: Deshaun Watson,
1: yeah, being like, oh, and he set the pick, and it was open, and it's like that's like almost an undefendable play,
0: right? Right, if you if it's executed properly, yeah. So, I imagine
1: we'll see some rule changes, and you know what? I, what else I also really liked about the play is that they out Saban Nick Saban, right? Because that's a play that guy would run in a heartbeat. That's a play that Bill Belichick would run in a heartbeat until the. Until the day, the minute it's illegal, those guys are going to run that play.
0: Oh, the Patriots do that all day. Yep with with Edelman and whoever lines up outside of Edelman, they do that all day. So, so I,
1: I would imagine we'll see some some rule changes here next year, next couple of years.
0: I mean, I don't know that there necessarily needs to be rule changes if the ball is in the air when the contact's made. They call it offensive pass interference. You know, anything before that is coincidental contact. All
1: right, Are they going to have to let the defenders jam the receivers a little harder?
0: Sure, they can jam them all they want. And I, that was part of the problem on this play was the, the corner on the outside went to jam the receiver and actually put a bear hug on him. And the other guy had to go around that cluster of bodies. Because,
1: so, you know, you're on the two-yard line. I jam all the receivers right at the line of scrimmage.
0: Exactly. I mean, and that's Make the them idea. beat you. Yeah. And to be honest, if they had, that probably would have been a pick play. Yep. I mean, it, it probably would have gone just the way it was designed to go. But it, it was Alabama blew up the pick before they had a chance to set it because he put a bear hug on the receiver. And that just happened to be enough for the other defender to have to go around.
1: And it was I mean, too that's late.
0: You, that's how you design the play. Either the, the defender runs into the, the pile of bodies. Or he has to go around to avoid it. And you, either way, you open up the receiver. So. This was a good game. It was. It was a great but, game. It was but a fantastic game.
1: The Also, the um, season final rankings came out. Right. The you know, University of South Florida made the cut. Sure did. Number 20 and number 19.
0: Yes. It was great to see. And then you got the uh, the way too early top twenty fives already coming out, and uh, CBS came out with the one the next day. And I know it was the next day because it came out before my appendix became angry with me. <laughs> uh, CBS actually has us at number ten in their their way too early top twenty five, which I find kind of alarming. <laughs> right. You know, like now, what do they mean I, by that? Way too early. Well, because it's like the day after the national
1: title game. Now, and is that how they're going to open their rankings next year?
0: No, no, probably not. I mean, that's that doesn't account for players who end up leaving early, all right, like Marlin uh, Mack. Like, yeah, recruiting classes, how the fall shakes out, coaching changes, all that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Uh, Any injuries that, are that might happen hospitalized
1: in the during uh, conditioning,
0: right? So, for instance, Marlon Mack comes. You know, decides to go pro. If he was coming back, we're returning like eighteen out of twenty-one starters, some crazy shit like that. You know, or seventeen out of out of twenty-two starters. So now we're replacing two linemen, Rodney Adams and Marlon Mack, instead of just two linemen and Rodney Adams. It's a lot easier when you still have Marlon Mack. Now we have good backs behind him. So I and we still have Quentin Flowers, so I, I think the offense is still gonna be explosive. Darius but Tice maybe, was
1: a senior, wasn't he?
0: He was going to be, but I think they they were fairly confident from what I heard the the coaching staff was fairly confident that they're gonna be able to get him a medical red shirt. Oh so, my
1: god, that would be so amazing to see Dearness Johnson and Darius Tice.
0: Right. And I think Dearness Johnson becomes you know the workhorse. He's your number one back. Yeah, and then you got Darius Tice to to beat up the softened up defense. Um, but again, we still have Quentin Flowers, so yep. the the key is going to be who we who we replace Adams with on the outside. Your be burner, because that dude is wicked fast. Like I'm I'm anxious to see his combine. Yeah, I'm actually going to watch the, the combine this year. I'm anxious to see him run and just have the clock pop up and say fast. That's that's really what it would it would make my fucking day. So I don't know that we have another burner like him on the roster, but we have a lot of good receivers. I think Tyree McCants is going to have a breakout year next year. I agree. I mean, he had four or five touchdowns this year. He's a big bastard. I, he's got the strongest hands on the team. He's a stout dude. And I think as as long as – the Receivers still have the same blocking ethic work ethic as they did under TJ Weist or Weist. Uh, with a new receivers coach, as long as he's still draining drilling that into their heads, the running game is going to be there. I think McCants is going to have a breakout season, the passing game should still be there. Mitchell
1: I, Wilcox is a monster and he's a freshman.
0: Yeah, he was a redshirt freshman this year. That's insane! Yeah. So and that I, kid's huge, like Gronk huge. I don't know that I would say we're number ten. I'm I'm high, as high on USF as anybody else, and I could see them running the table and finishing inside the top ten. But I don't know that I start them at number ten. I think we're getting a little excited. We got to see what Charlie Strong is going to do with the defense first. So,
1: yeah, I hope he brings in one of those like three
0: hundred thirty pounders. Oh yeah, like a Marvin Wilson maybe.
1: Yeah, or like a what was that? Todd what was that kid? Todd Williams was that his name?
0: Todd Chandler that we had back. Chandler, in the day? yes. Yeah. Powerhouse. Yeah. Monster. This I I'll tell you what, this five star Marvin Wilson or whatever the hell his name is, defensive Texas. tackle. I um I finally got around to like I was I had some downtime at work. I'm like, I let me check out this huddle, you know, high school film on him, and it was his sophomore year. It was hilarious watching this kid blow through double and triple teams like they weren't even there. And I'm like, I can't imagine being the quarterback and you drop back, you take two steps and this fucking big dude Mongo. is just bearing, bearing down on you like unblocked. So, I I don't know what our chances are of landing him but if we do, that's huge. Did I, I read that, somewhere
1: that he was um... That he had a, um, what do they call that, a, um official visit?
0: He's uh, visiting, he's slated to visit this weekend.
1: Holy shit.
0: So anything, happen, they say follow the visits, anything can happen, you get him on campus. So we'll see. I think. And
1: he's buddies with Charlie, because he was going to go to Texas.
0: Yes, he was looking at Texas solely because, because of Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. So we're getting the last visit, so that helps. It's going to be a little different because he's coming in on Sunday instead of Friday, and he's going to shadow one of the players you know, through their, their classwork and stuff, through their their normal school day, I guess. Um, which, I don't know, it's a little, I think, unorthodox. Maybe it's to make him feel like he's already a part of the team. Yeah, yeah. Show him what a day in the life was like, give him an idea, I don't know, but... Hopefully it works out because that's a game changer. You put the, he starts instantly. He's, he he starts instantly
1: and he's impact instantly.
0: Right. I mean, you put that guy in the D line, and everything about your defense gets better. Yeah. So.
1: And he played we'll for see. at least two years, and then he goes to play on Sundays.
0: Sure. I mean, you got him for three years. So, I we'll see. Hopefully it works out. I don't know what the the odds are of of us pulling him. From everything I've read, it's basically an FSU and LSU battle. But we're getting the kid on campus for the last visit, so anything is possible.
1: You know the nice thing is when a kid like that comes, some of the other guys who, um, you know, maybe hadn't thought about USF, right? Think about USF because this kid's, you know, if he's making the trip over there, maybe I should make the trip over there. Sure. Yep. What's he know that I don't know?
0: So we'll see. We'll see how it works out. It's going to be interesting. The uh, the three weeks. I think it's three weeks we have left until National Signing Day. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. So we it have should
1: be a barn burner finish. National Signing Day coming up. We have combine, and then the draft. Right. On top of the NFL, we have left. Right. And then no more football. Correct. You want to talk about Oregon, their strength and conditioning snafu? Sure. Sure. So, Um, apparently, Willie had some strength and conditioning practices that were a little too intense for a couple of the kids.
0: Right. Um, Coach, I don't remember how to pronounce it, Orindale. O. We'll just call him O. O. Yeah, Coach O, as the players, players call him. Um... Did a lot of great things at USF as far as improving conditioning and upping strength numbers and all that stuff. Uh, the players loved him. And he when he came here, he had the advantage of, you know, there was... I don't remember if he came after year two or after year one, but... Um, you know the 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 bad work work ethics had already been kind of worked out, and he was able to just help guys improve, max out. Uh, it turns out that apparently some of the Oregon players had some bad habits under the previous coaching staff, and so he brought his workouts that the USF guys had no problems with, and some of the Oregon guys apparently had problems with. <laughs> Which I just find amazing. Right. Like this program has been known for speed, 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 and conditioning for how long? And they have some of the world's best facilities sponsored by Nike. How is this possible? But I guess they worked them a little too hard, a little too quick. They're soft. They ended up with uh, some condition where, you know, potentially their kidneys could backfire on them. Fortunately, the trainers assessed it quickly enough to get them the help they needed. But uh, not a good look for the first month of the coaching (laughs) regime. Right. But to be fair, I was reading earlier, one of the reporters from Oregon had talked to, some of the team and the players were saying this idea that it was this brutal, intense, you know, just grueling, unnecessary workout. were like overblown, you know, and it was just a matter of, of the players. They said they had the option to stop at any time. The coaching staff was there to help. Uh, trainers were there to help. And it was just the players pushing themselves too far. So, Some of that is probably not wanting to be the guys to be singled out and end up running extra laps next week.
1: Right, if you're the first one who's like, you know what, I'm good, coach, i got to take a break. Like, that doesn't look good, you know what I mean?
0: And the players aren't going to go out there and go, holy shit, yeah, no, this is is impossible. This culture is just not going to work. That doesn't happen. Nobody wants to be that guy. So that's probably part of it, but... I I think part of it, too, was just like these guys, some of these guys had bad habits, and they're coming back from a break, and Coach O's coming from a program where his guys were all on the same page. So uh, Todd Chandler, who we were speaking of earlier, said that more than likely it was just a matter of these guys not being properly prepared for the workout, uh, and and. Other former players said, you know, he's not the type of guy that's just going to run you into the ground and doesn't give a shit. He actually cares about us guys. But yeah, and that's what the, one of the other
1: things said that USF never had that problem.
0: Right. And it's hot and as again, fuck here. Again, part of that is, you know, the, the previous strength and conditioning coach had worked out some of the bad habits. So there wasn't as much. It wasn't when they came back for winter condition, they were ready to go. Plus, you know what? You're on
1: full scholarship at Oregon. You know, you guys are title contenders every year. I don't care what, you know, snobby Oregon fans say. You know what I mean? Like, don't go home and eat a bunch of pizzas and drink a bunch of beer.
0: You know what's expected of you.
1: (coughs) You know when you get back, you're going to have to run.
0: Right. Just stay in shape. So I think it's something that's being massively overblown, and of course, blood has to be spilled because it looks bad for the program. Um, I did—I got a news alert shortly before we we got together that said uh, Coach O has been suspended for a month without pay. But um, I mean, that's that he gets back. Let's not pretend he's not going to have any influence on what goes on. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So i his assistants will probably be well versed in what needs to be done, and the guys will be expected to be in shape and Quit you know, being when pussies. He gets back, they'll be they'll be ready to go
1: yep, he'll say, don't let me make me put any more u s in the hospital <laughs>
0: <laughs> right
1: they say it so, has something to do with like their diet plus dehydration plus some other you know supplements
0: pushing themselves too far past what what they were ready for i guess and i who knows really honestly i we don't know the situation we weren't there we don't know you know the coaches were in their face or anything like that or if it really was just the players weren't prepared and they pushed themselves too hard who knows
1: got to impress the new coach you know he probably didn't have a depth charge set yet
0: right and that's Hey, we know from his time here, Coach Taggart's not putting up a bullshit. He's no nonsense. He's a player's coach, but he expects you to be accountable for for your actions. So there's not gonna be bad bad work ethic problems. There's you know, there's not gonna be any there's not gonna be laziness, that's not gonna cut it. Nope. Bad workout habits are not gonna cut it. So I mean, right? It'll get better from there. The players will have learned; they'll be better prepared for the next, you know, massive workout. And like some of these, some of these news sites like CBS and Dennis Dodds and all this shit, and they're they're like highlighting the part of this that it was a it was a basic training like workout. And like I was reading through comments and stuff on on Reddit, and they were like, you know, high school kids that are out of shape goes through basic training just fine. These athletes that have been already training at a world-class facility shouldn't have a problem. That shouldn't be an issue unless they have bad workout habits.
1: Right, unless they're a little lazy.
0: Right. So I don't know. We'll we'll see where it goes from here, but I highly doubt they're going to have this problem going forward, and I don't think that's because they're going to cut back on the workouts. I think the, the kids will find that they need to be better prepared.
1: More in tune with their bodies. Sure. You want to talk about the NFL?
0: Sure. I'll how- talk about the NFL.
1: Like how about them Cowboys or what do you want to...
0: I mean, I've been a Packers fan since first, <laughs> but whatever. Awesome. No. A- I mean this. a ron came to
1: do work. That's why they put the pads on.
0: That, listen, I would have preferred... The Cowboys played the Giants again for the third time, you know, and risked losing to them for a third time this year than, than facing Aaron Rodgers on a roll. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, when Aaron Rodgers gets hot, there's nobody better. And it, it, at this point, he's hot. He's on fire. So it was a great game. I It sucks the Cowboys lost, but I'm not going to lose sleep over the way they lost. I mean, it's... They went down 21-3 to in the first half. They were down at one point in the fourth quarter. They were down 15. Came back and tied it. Green Bay kicked a field goal with a couple minutes left. Dallas went back down and kicked a field goal to tie it. And mind you, not a short field goal. Dan Bailey's a fucking man. Uh, kicked a 52-yarder, I think, to tie the game after Mason Crosby had a 56-yarder to take the lead. And uh, the Cowboys just left 32 seconds too many on the clock and Aaron Rodgers got him in position did what he does best put a pinpoint throw on the sideline to Jared Cook and Mason Crosby's fucking money Aaron Rodgers so win Aaron Rodgers right so and I mean you he held the other team to a 50-yard field goal at the buzzer to, to try to win it so I and mean Cowboys defense has to get better they have to get a better pass rush But they did pretty well for a a middle of the pack defense you know to get to this point so I obviously I would have liked to have seen them win get to the NFC championship at least but this season showed a lot of promise so I'm not I mean I'm upset that they're not in the playoffs anymore but I'm not gonna burn down the house out of rage
1: Um, what about, what the, who was the other game? It was the Eagles and, not the Eagles, the Falcons.
0: The Falcons and the Seahawks. The Seahawks. And the Falcons pretty much ran them out of the building. Sure did. So, that's, that's going to be a hell of a NFC championship, watching those two teams go back and forth. Falcons and the, and the Packers, that's going to be a shootout.
1: Yeah, that'll be a fun one.
0: So that should be another wild back and forth game. We'll see.
1: And I think that's all I got.
0: Well, then you got the the AFC. Oh,
1: I was forget where
0: that. Uh, the the Texans gave the Patriots a fight for about two and a half quarters, and then the fact that they have a shitty quarterback uh, sabotaged the rest of the game for them. Uh they knock Brady on his ass quite a few times. I find it amusing that every time Brady gets hit, he looks to the referees. Like I mean, come on, blue, are you going to let him touch me like that?
1: He so, hit me.
0: It's it's annoying. It really is. Every time he gets hit, he sits up and looks to the referees. Every time. He could have the ball in his hands. And he gets hit and he's looking around like, hey, somebody gonna call something? But uh Jadavion Clowney and uh I can't remember the dude's name. I think it's maybe Whitney, Merciless, uh, was pretty fucking merciless. And I mean they beat the shit out of Brady. I'm I guarantee you he felt it the next day. But they don't I Brock Osweiler's a bum. I that's, I don't know If the Texans realized it But nobody in the league Was going to give him $75 million And then they did So You know Good luck with that contract But Jesus Christ um, On the other side The Steelers See this is This is why Like I'm okay I, I've, I'm, I've I can cope With the Cowboys losing Because they didn't do What the Chiefs did and lose to six fucking field goals at home. The Steelers didn't score a touchdown. <laughs> they kicked six fucking field goals. Gross. And you couldn't do enough to beat six fucking field goals. I mean, come on. So I don't know what the Chiefs do going forward. Alex Smith has been pretty good, but I, is he a world beater? Is he going to take you to that next level? And what do you put around Tyree Kill other than, you know, the quarterback position as far as skill players? What do you put around Tyree Kill? Because eventually the gadget plays to get him in space and, and the returns are just not going to be there. right? So I don't know. But So we have a Steelers-Patriots AFC Championship, which would be, again, another great game.
1: That would be good.
0: I think – as far as the teams in the AFC, Pittsburgh was the only team that's going to beat the Patriots. So, as much as I don't like the Steelers, uh, I was kind of rooting for them to get there because I don't, I don't like the Patriots either. So, I'm rooting, begrudgingly, for the Steelers. And again, before the season, I picked the Steelers over the Packers. That could very well still happen. And I so, I think I picked- as far as. As far as this weekend goes, I'm picking the Steelers and the Packers.
1: Okay, I like it. Those are good picks.
0: Right. Uh, the Steelers will beat those asshole Patriots that they spotted an extra day of practice, according to the Antonio Brown video, Coach <laughs> right. Tomlin. And that's another thing. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the outrage. Like, people are like legitimately pissed off that Mike Tomlin called the Patriots assholes. They are. And I'm like, listen, why are you surprised that someone in an NFL locker room is using the word assholes to describe the other team? Honestly. And it was supposed to be in the privacy of the locker room. He didn't know that was going out in public or he might have just called them the Patriots and not those assholes. You know? Yeah. And like, he out in public, they probably get called assholes a million times a day. Oh, they are in
1: Massachusetts. They get called asshole every day.
0: Right. And and, I mean, I saw one guy talking about like, shouldn't you, shouldn't you be portraying a better, better, I don't know, picture of sportsmanship or whatever on your players and shit like that. I'm like, what, what does that have to do with sportsmanship? He said, we're going to go get those assholes. Right. Right. Come on Let's stop with the fake outrage You know yeah, and oh I yeah. guess Mike, Michael Irvin uh, I was talking to someone at work about it And he said Michael Irvin I think it was Michael Irvin Was you know talking on some show Earlier today and was like Listen people You know they want to be They want to get this, this further Inside look into the locker room And see what life is like in there But then they see something they don't like, and they get pissed off about it,
1: right? Uh, although I don't know how much live streaming I would do from the locker room.
0: No, I I don't know. I that was a poor decision on Antonio Brown's I feel part. like
1: there's probably a rule against you know social media in the locker room, like because you know you don't want to tweet out a picture of Ben Roethlisberger's wiener, and all of its warts right. or whatever, you know.
0: And apparently, he did violate some of the league's social media policies whatever they are i don't know it, who knows what the nfl's dumbass rules? but it just it was i i get why the steelers organization would be upset at antonio brown because you're kind of violating like the circle of trust if you will because the locker room that's supposed to be you know yeah see your deal that's the players that's the coaches with their players Yeah. um what they do in front of tv crews in the locker room they know the tv crews are there so you're not they're not violating this trust and i i feel like facebook living the speech kind of was and you might have had the best intentions who knows i don't know but you're setting your teammates up for failure doing that you know what if yeah. they So what if one of their linebackers goes off calling, talking about Tom Brady calling cracker ass Brady or something you know and now you just put that guy out there as a fucking racist <laughs> right so I don't think you're doing your team any favor by doing something like that but to be outraged this fake outrage of Tomlin and the language he used give me a fucking break and
1: I think that's all I got
0: yeah yeah, I think that's about it. I think we covered everything. You got a dad joke. I do got a dad joke. It actually qualifies, uh, from reading through the comments, I guess some people think it qualifies more as an uncle joke. Which, if you're not well versed on those, those are the more inappropriate dad jokes. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, if a honeybee makes honey, what kind of a bee makes milk?
1: What kind of a bee makes milk? Yes. I don't know.
0: A booby. A booby.
1: <laughs> I love
0: boobies. Yeah, who doesn't? So, so there's that.
1: Thank you, uh, for if you made it back after two weeks. Yes. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Alrighty, guys,
0: we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.